Hey, welcome to Colin and Company. This is episode, I think, 15. I don't, I've lost track. So professional. I know. And this <laughs> lovely voice is Nina Blanco. Hi, Nina Blanco. Wow. Uh, I know, right? Very professional. I'm, I'm a professional radio personality. I know how to speak into microphones. Yeah, thanks for having me, Colin. I'm excited. Thank you. A big appreciation for joining this train wreck of a podcast but you know we'll have fun with it that's that's all it is yeah perfect i'm down for it the mo of this podcast let's just let's just shoot the shit have some fun whatever let's do it so for those who don't know who you are which that's a uh, travesty because (laughs) you are great well thanks i am nina blanco i'm radio personality i know colin because once upon a time I used to live and work in St. Louis radio and we've connected from there and, and now we've known each other for a couple of years now. Quick background uh, from the Chicagoland area, moved down to Carbondale, Illinois for school and did radio down there and did radio in St. Louis for a couple of years. Love St. Louis, by the way, even though hey. Colin has mixed feelings about it. <laughs> and from St. Louis, I moved to Denver, Colorado, and I live in Denver now and Denver's pretty freaking cool literally because uh, I, yes. I feel like it's colder there i could be wrong i don't know it, i just talked about this in another podcast so i don't want to like keep talking about it that's but fair. I, I don't even think it's colder out here i'm not even gonna lie to you or you've acclimated one of the two weird place no i think it's just it's a weird place it's weird. it's so much different than what people think it is if they've never been here, because that's how I felt about it before I moved here. And then I moved here and I'm like learning all the things. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea what Colorado was actually all about. So yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Nice. So you were on, you said you were in Carbondale, went to school, you did radio there and you moved here for a job. You were at, was it now 90s? Well, no, you were at the point first. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the point first. I did the point for a couple of months, like two or three months, just doing like weekends and fill-ins and stuff like that, which was super cool because I'd never worked for an alternative radio station before. My boss at the time was like, you sound too poppy because I've always done like pop radio. And he's like, you gotta like chill it out more. And I was like, I don't know how, like I have too much energy. I don't know. He's like, just go on the air and pretend you're stoned, like talk slower and (laughs) about other things. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I worked for the point and then worked for now 96.3 which is no longer a radio station RIP KNOU yep are they still KNOU or do they I'm assuming they would change their call sign if they no they changed they yeah they changed their call sign they actually sold it to a station in LA which actually then KNOU in LA just shut down like two weeks ago so RIP it's a cursed call sign (laughs) No, something. The K, no you. No right. you, we're shutting down. Nuh-uh, not you. <laughs> so yeah, now 96, you had a morning show there. Yeah. Was his name uh, Kurt? Yes. Kurt Copeland. Oh. But yeah, once Kurt and I were no longer doing the morning show, then shortly after I was like, okay, I'm moving to Denver. And I moved to Denver without a job, which is scary, but I did it anyway. And then while I was working at a couple of restaurants, you know, applying, trying to get in at radio stations out here, I worked for a radio station. It was a hip hop throwback station, Flow 1071. 
And that was a real cool station. And then I transitioned over to iHeart in Denver and worked for 95.7 The Party, uh, which now no longer exists and has put me in the current place that I am, which is Funemployed. Mm. <laughs> Two things. One, I hate that it's called flow. It does flow. not sound great. Aunt flow. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, Aunt flow. Just flow. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you had 97, 95.7. Mm-hmm. That makes, I can't remember numbers. That's okay. It's That's a lot yes, of numbers though. and a lot Party. of letters. And yes. And you had a... Uh, Morning show there with two gentlemen. Yes. Their names were Deuce and Dubs. They seem like lovely people. They are. They're awesome. And we're still friends, which makes me happy. Hell yeah. Got to keep that breakfast burrito Friday tradition on. And we do. You best believe it. Uh, Oh my God. I love breakfast burrito Fridays. I love that it's become like a thing. You made a a ripple. (laughs) Yeah. Breakfast Burrito Friday will live on. And if you don't know what that is, basically every Friday, just treat yourself for making it to Friday and eat a breakfast burrito in the morning because why the hell not? You should get a tattoo of breakfast burrito. Like a- I, Colin, I told Deuce and Dubs, my co-hosts, I told them like I was going to get a breakfast burrito tattoo, like just a little breakfast burrito. You and should. I still want to, and I still will. I just don't know where. And I'm waiting until after I get married. I'm just waiting, putting pause on tattoos and let me just get the wedding out of the way. And then I'm going to go balls to the wall. I already have like four that I want to do. Breakfast burrito included. Do like a Sailor Jerry-esque, like, like that type of writing where just like around it, where it's like either shorthand breakfast burrito Friday or BBF. That doesn't sound right. So maybe breakfast burrito BBF. Friday, <laughs> write it all out. Like in a, some, I don't know. Yeah. Like old school tattoo design, maybe. I know nothing about tattoos, but that just seems really like a great idea. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what exactly the breakfast burrito Friday tattoo will be, but I will have a breakfast burrito Friday tattoo. Let's get matching my body. breakfast burrito Friday tattoos, even though I'm, I'm not down. part of, I'm not part of the lore of it or anything, but. You, you know, if you've ever tried to celebrate it, if you've ever just had a breakfast burrito in general, I just think you're allowed. <laughs> I have not. Oh, um, I don't know if I've ever had. You've never had a breakfast burrito? Maybe once or twice in college, but. Okay. I am always wanting to go because I, where I move to now, there is a fuzzies, like oh, five, yeah. five minute walk from my place. And I'm like, one, this is dangerous that I'm this close to fuzzies because it's not bad. The fact that you can walk to it is awesome. Yes, yes it's great. <laughs> but I've yet to get a breakfast burrito because they don't open till like 10. I'm like, it's mm. too late for, that's like brunch. Mm. I know. When I was working in the mornings, it was difficult sometimes to get like Postmates or, you know, Uber Eats or whatever to deliver to us. Mm-hmm. And so I would just go the day before and stock up on breakfast burritos. In the- oh my God. And you like hoard them? Yeah. Or you can, breakfast burritos stay great actually, if it's wrapped in tin foil, especially in your freezer. Okay. Yeah. I should, you can just microwave that bitch. I these tips down. I'm telling you, I got, I got the inside scoop on breakfast burritos and how to do it properly. All right. Well, if I ever get a breakfast burrito or come to Denver and get a breakfast burrito, I will have to take those tips in. Sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) So we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but do you feel, because we're both Midwestern people at heart, Mm -hmm. do you think Denver or the Denver area or whatever has a Midwestern vibe? What vibe does it have? 
because I'm not familiar with anything Denver or anything Colorado. So Denver is definitely not considered to be in the Midwest. It is a Western state, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it does have a lot of like Midwestern quirks to it or a vibe or a feel to it. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't feel like the West. Like West to me feels like California, Seattle, where you're fucking vegan and... I don't know. Like that just says the West to me, but I don't live out there. So I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong, but Colorado and Denver specifically, I still feel like at home here being from the Midwest because like people are nice here, which you don't always get, which is, I feel like a Western thing. Like Seattle's mean Seattle. No one wants to talk to My cousin used to live in Seattle. She's told me about it. I seen TikToks about it. Like people just don't you're walking down the sidewalk, like you'll nod at someone or say, hey, or good morning or whatever. People do not do that. They don't do it. And so like Denver is really friendly and nice in that sense. So I get like the Midwestern feel a little bit in Denver, like in terms of that. So yeah, I don't know if that, does that make sense? That makes sense, right? Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of picking up what you're throwing down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I can draw parallels to like St. Louis to St. Louis and you no too because it's like it's technically a midwestern state but like Mm -hmm. st louis has like a weird mesh of like midwestern meets southern sometimes yeah and it's the worst of both worlds (laughs) nothing on st louis i'm just saying like sometimes that that combination does not it don't work yeah um i get that i get that but that's why when I lived there, I just tried to stay in like St. Louis City and yeah. stay positive and, and fun and vibe with cool people. But I think that's important anywhere you move to. But I, I definitely understand what you're trying to talk about with, with St. Louis a little bit. I don't feel that way out in West County. Like, I feel like it's just. It's, it's an know. extension because like St. Louis, if you're looking at a map, it kind of is like St. Louis city downtown downtown starts by the river and then it go, moves west that grows like outward west it doesn't grow really up north or south definitely doesn't cross over to illinois so it's just like grows west so i think yeah west county definitely still in that like st louis city-ish vibe mm. yeah i mean it's more suburban but yeah you start you start going down 55 past uh i don't even know what exit is anymore i don't live anymore i don't live there anymore <laughs> But once you start going past, I mean, Arnold's not bad. Like I knew people who grew up in Arnold, Arnold like it used to be really bad. It used to be really sketchy. Now it's less sketchy. I'm like, oh, oh. okay. That's, that's good progress. Hey, progress. progress. <laughs> <laughs> we have less meth. All right. Great. Good job, guys. Awesome. Good, good job, you guys. Good job, Arnold. I'm proud of you. Well, I mean, I like them saying it's meth-tastic or something. Yeah. Did you just I'm, say meth-tastic? I did. <laughs> Uh, wow (laughs) there goes all of my listeners from from jeffco i know they're like fuck you you. (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna fight we live and shoot you all right man that's how i'm going out in this world some some unhinged person anyway man i like that word though methtastic that's great well, there was like on Breaking Bad, that guy who looks like Matt Damon, but he's kind of, kind of a little fucked up, Matt Damon. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. 
no. Oh no. Oh, Matt Damon. I wonder how Matt he's Damon. doing. Matt Damon. I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> oh my god. I wonder how he's doing. Like the actual person, not the character. I mean, like, how's I wonder how he's doing, you know? Yeah. He played a side character, uh, that actor. I don't know his name. He played a side character in the office. He was one of Dwight's cousins or brothers oh. or someone. Okay. He wasn't the main brother. He was like one of the cousins that was like at his wedding in the later seasons. I'll take your word. I've never seen The Office. Oh, I hate you. It's fine. We won't talk don't about hate, it. Why? <laughs> I don't think I'd care for that show. So you've never tried it? I think I tried a couple episodes and then I was like, meh. Yeah. You just got to like understand. Be a little bit into the like right mood to watch it. You got to understand that it's dry humor. So you oh. have to like look for the humorous parts of it. Oh, that's that I can get. I know how to handle drier humor. Yeah, it's great. But, but like all shows, the first season, sometimes that ain't it. You know what yeah. I mean? Another show that was like, took me more than one season. Like I had to give it a couple tries, but I love it now. Always Sunny. Oh my God. Mm. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is the funniest show. I love it so much. I've tried watching random episodes in college with my roommate and he's like you gotta watch this show is so funny and i'm like this is stupid <laughs> no like, but again you just have to know the characters and you just have to understand listen all the characters in that show they're pieces stupid. of shit they're stupid they're assholes they're the worst kind of human being they really but like are. as long as you go into it knowing that and then you have to look for the humor it's so funny it's so funny you could you could say they're not like Midwesterners, and that's like oh, that stereotype of like Midwesterners. We're always too nice, and it's like, oh, I've I've definitely known some a holes. So yeah. <laughs> yes. What would you say are other traits about Midwesterners or like stereotypes? Stereotypes of Midwesterners. There's the ope. 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 I do uh, say I do that uh, all the time. I do it too. I do it unironically because I saw people like poking fun of it online and I was like, yeah. I never said that until I saw that. And then I'm like, yeah, if I'm scooting by, I'd be like, oh, excuse me. And I've been oh, right. like, oop, like, oop. We're like, oh, excuse me. Let me get, let me show me like, but not like, exactly. Oop, oop, like it's not like it, a Minnesota accent or a Wisconsin. Oh, accent. Minnesota. Yeah. That's, that's a little different. That's a little different for that's sure. Like Canadian. Um, right. Exactly. I relate to that. Once I started seeing like the memes and articles and stuff of like things Midwesterners do and Ope was on the list, I was like, oh, I do that. I do do that. I do that. I have a list here. Oh, you do? I found a list because there's so many articles written about things Midwesterners do. It's uh, pop, not soda. I think that's a Chicago thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I started yeah. saying soda more here than pop because I felt weird. You know what? Pop. That is something that I remember when I moved to St. Louis is I say pop and people were like, no, it's soda, even in St. Louis. And I was like, but it's not though. This last list is a lot of Chicago stuff too. I'm not going to lie. Tennis shoes or sneakers. What do you call Same it? Shoes? I just say shoes. I've never been like, get my sneakers. Sneakers is not a word that I use. I don't use the word sneakers ever. You should incorporate it more. It's fun. Sneakers? Yeah, sneakers. It sounds, it's a weird word to me. Yeah. I mean, I usually say gym shoes or tennis shoes more than sneakers. I don't even say tennis shoes either. I say gym shoes or shoes. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) 
This list sucks. Pizza. What kind of pizza do you like? Because obviously Chicago deep dish pizza is just Chicago, but like thin crust pizza, like the square cut. We like square cut pizza in yes. the Midwest. Yes. That's the thing. Oh, my favorite thing is, and I, and I experienced this recently with some coworkers. We're just walking on our way to lunch. We're just talking about food or whatever. Uh-huh. And we were, where were we walking to? That doesn't matter. Anyways, we were walking and we were talking about, I don't know how I got on the topic of pizza, but we did. And they're like, well, you must like deep dish. I'm like, hold on, time out, pause. <laughs> deep dish is like a treat. Yeah. It's really expensive it's, and it takes forever. I'm like, like minimum 45 minutes till you get your pizza after you order. Yes. Thank you. You get it. So then you're there at the restaurant for over an hour. Absolutely. Yeah. Or even like to go, oh, it's going to be like an hour. And it's like, I, that's why like those places still sell normal thin crust. It's not as thin as St. Louis thin, but like there is thin crust. And like, right. that's what I'm going to get nine times out of 10. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. You really think I'm going to eat fucking two pieces of deep dish for pizza right. all the time? That's a lot no. of food. That's a lot of food. That is a lot of money because it's expensive too. And it's a lot of time. Like I'm hungry now. I have made uh, my own Chicago deep dish pizzas like at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've actually turned out pretty well. So like online recipes and stuff, if you're ever down to try it because it is a freaking process, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Chicago approved by you? Yeah. I mean, for homemade, heck Yeah. I learned while making that recipe from a friend who called me out on it, but I learned that uh, in order to, if you're going to make at home Chicago deep dish pizza, you know, when you buy cheese, like shredded mozzarella and it's in a bag from the grocery store, don't use that mozzarella. You have to use like the mozzarella balls and you gotta like fresh grain cut. Yeah. You got to cut like circles and that's how you get the stringy gooey cheesiness in Chicago deep dish pizzas. Yeah. Because the ones that already have it's already pre-shredded has some sort of like I don't know what it is but there's something in it that keeps it like fresh because mm. it's already it cut so it's like it can go icky faster I don't know but uh, all the people that I've like seen recipes like no you got to cut it fresh you can't do pre-shredded it's not going to work something else it's midwest dinner is <laughs> I think we've probably done it already is no yeah yeah no yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've uh, I've done that a couple times, but I don't, you don't know. Not a typical thing. Well, I don't say yeah, no. Uh, Usually, like, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. But you're like, but you're saying yes as if you did know, and then you're changing your answer to no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Why would you say yeah in the first place if you don't know? Um. Exactly, yeah. Colin. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like being called out. That's saying cool. Get used to it. You wanted to do a podcast with me. It's gonna happen. Cornfields is a Midwest thing. I hate I mean, cornfields yeah. so much. It's just like all the corns out. I mean, in that area. Yeah, there's the nothing Especially driving home from here to Chicago, it's like, ooh. Oh, it's the most boring oh. part of the country to drive through. It it's is. terrible. Although my uh, previous manager, he's out in Denver. And he, yeah. he's got family here and he will drive. And he's like, driving through Kansas is the worst. 
I'm like, I'm driving soon, actually doing this drive and I'm not looking forward to it. I just did it back in June and I'm going to do it again for Christmas to go see family. I'm actually going to go to St. Louis. We're trying to set up a friend's night. So I'll give you the invite, but it's not set up yet. So I don't know, but, um, I'm taking that drive and it is, it's, it's like, I think 13 hour drive from Denver to St. Louis. So we're doing that first and it sucks. There's nothing to look at. I'd rather drive at night because in the daytime, you're at least like looking for things to look at. Mm-hmm. And at nighttime, you like mentally like, okay, I have to be more aware. You got to watch out for deer and stuff and focus on the road and whatever. But in daytime, you're like, oh, cool. I can just cruise along and I can look at seat. Nope. Mm-mm. There's nothing to look at. It's dumb. <laughs> oh, exciting. <laughs> I know. That's when you make the boy drive them that stuff, the boring shit. I know. Exactly. Exactly. I've always been like more comfortable on road trips in the nighttime driving in the nighttime rather than the daytime I hate driving in the daytime but I'd much Fair. rather drive in the nighttime for yeah, whatever reason sleepy. I stay more awake I get sleepy driving at night actually yeah so. because I mean that makes sense though because you're supposed to be asleep mm. or whatever but yeah that's no. why because I just went up for Thanksgiving to see my my family and I got up like normal time for work, which is about 6, 15, 6, 30 or whatever. I just mm-hmm. left on Thanksgiving day and I was there by like 11. Nice. And it's just like, I mean, my folks are pretty easy going about that. They're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I've done that the past couple of years. It's like, why try and rush and deal with traffic when there's going to be absolutely nobody on the road. Right. That day. Exactly. That drive is yeah. just horrendous. What? area are your parents up in south suburbs okay the drive is still real boring when i would drive up from carbondale it was like an eight hour drive and i freaking hated it i always did it overnight and i would show up at like seven eight in the morning and uh (laughs) just in time for breakfast yeah (laughs) i would sometimes like fully stay awake that whole day so i was up for over 24 hours it was Mm -hmm crazy times but um, yeah that drive is it's hard it's a hard drive because there's again nothing except for like the occasional deer and you don't want to deal with that Mm -mm. i ran over a possum one time that was scary i felt so bad oh no yeah it was bad but yes i did drive up 57 from carbondale nothing (laughs) nothing there's nothing there yeah i usually do 55 and then when i hit springfield i take 72 over to champagne yeah that's even worse because there's even more nothing but except for decatur and decatur sucks (laughs) decatur (laughs) and then once you hit champagne i continue on 57 but i just feel like there's this weird like cursed area it's 57 around kinky always under construction Mm -hmm. always under construction Every time, always. It's like, I think in the handfuls of times that I've driven up that way, I think it's been not under construction once or twice. I'm like, can you fix this? Like, stop Anytime it. soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I tweeted out a while ago. I'm like, it's a, I think it was originally Ben Franklin quotes. Like there are two constants in life. It's that death and taxes, two constants <laughs> quote. I'm like, uh-huh. there are three constants in life death taxes and construction on 57 year kiki forever forever and always always. (laughs) Uh, i took 294 away home 
and I forgot to pay the toll because that's a tollway. Yeah. And they make you make an account now, even if you're paying by plate, which is fucking stupid. You have to make an account? Yeah. So I made an account today and I back like ticked it to when I used it and there's no charges on my thing. I'm like, all right. I mean, okay. I'll take a free trip. That's I'll fine. take it. Well, uh, I'm probably getting some fucking letter in the mail by the Illinois toy saying you owe us at $80. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, the tolls are bad too. Having to deal with the tolls. Mm-hmm. I don't miss that. I mean, that's more of a Chicago thing. I do not miss tollways. Yeah. Hell. The amount um, of money spent on the tollways is mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, I just remember another uh, another stereotype of Midwestern thing is like standing outside watching tornadoes. yeah in uh st louis area in illinois was just a hit not that long ago yeah there was on december 10th and 11th there were uh some gnarly storms cutting through the midwest there was a tornado in defiance missouri went up diagonal and then there was one that was in edwardsville yep and hit um, Amazon war- at Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so crazy. But I just love that, like, the internet's like, oh, Midwesterners are going to stand outside and look at a tornado. I'm like, no, I'm going to hunker the fuck down so I don't die. Well, I mean, it depends on how far away it is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Don't no, go outside and look at I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> you, you know that gif I'm thinking of where the, it's like a shirt, it's like a redneck dude with a big ass flag just standing outside in the storm. And I'm he's like, got his arms is... like on his his waist, like staring at it. <laughs> yeah, or he's holding the flag. And it's like a torrential wind, like tornadoes coming. I'm like, this is what the, the rest of the country thinks of us. And it's like that's only a small portion of the Midwest. Right. right. Like, I do remember it. Like, I mean, tornadoes obviously in the Midwest. It is a huge Midwesterner thing. And in, in school, they used to make us practice tornado drills and stuff. Like, that's yeah. not a thing in other places. No. <laughs> yeah, tornado drills. All of it. It's crazy. No, they have earth. They probably have earthquake drills in California. Right. Yeah. We don't have to do anything for that. We don't have anything like that. Gosh, you know how I know I'm for sure from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. The fact that I've always had this reoccurring nightmare and it happens whenever I'm just like super stressed out in life, but Mm -hmm. I've had this reoccurring nightmare throughout my whole life from childhood to adulthood to now that a tornado is chasing me like this tornado has a personality kind of like it's a whole whirlwind tornado but like the tornado knows where I am and is looking for me specifically and I'm hiding from the tornado like in a basement and stuff and like even if I peek out the window and if I peek out the window for too long and the tornado sees me somehow it'll come toward like it's coming after me specifically and this tornado is like chasing me down and it's like a reoccurring nightmare that I have and I looked I've, it up and Google told me that it's because I feel like I can't be in control of anything in my life and oh it's spiraling God. out of control that's terrifying <laughs> I occasionally have that dream oh Google's <laughs> saying you're uh, losing your fucking mind um like, ma'am you need to get it together <laughs> move out the midwest so you don't see tornadoes anymore <laughs> although I have had a similar dream like that once or twice not it particularly chasing me, but just like I look outside and a tornado is coming towards my bedroom. Oh, 
I'm not scared. Tornadoes are scary. They are terrifying. No, honestly, no joke. And like, I don't, I mean, people understand, but it's like, unless you're like there, you, I don't know. Just like nature's be scary. Don't nature. Yeah. Don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with nature. Uh Uh-uh. If you get anything out of this podcast episode, don't fuck with nature. Uh Uh-uh. It's scary. A bad idea. Nature is a scary bitch. Yeah, that's a that's a good good tagline. <laughs> nature is a scary bitch. <laughs> nature is a scary bitch. <laughs> Speaking of nature being a scary bitch, mm-hmm. eventually something else that just like really scares me in nature is the ocean. The ocean is terrifying. But I went ahead and got my scuba certification earlier this year. Oh, Mazel tov. Thank you. And I'm so scared to go on my first ocean open water dive. I'm freaking terrified. And my fiance and like his family members that have all gone scuba diving growing up and oh my gosh, it's so awesome. It's a different world down there. You're not even going to think about how scary the ocean is. You're not going to think about sharks. You're not going to think about all this stuff while you're down there. But I'm like, you underestimate the fear that is deep down inside of me about the ocean. (laughs) first time I ever went in the ocean, I kept thinking that rocks were stingrays and I was going to die like Steve Irwin. Mm. Like every rock, I would scream at the top of my lungs and try to swim away. And it's a rock. <laughs> Is your fiance and his family, are they also from the mess? Or are they, are they like closer yeah. to like where there's, you know, oceans? No, they are also from the Midwest. They were just lucky and took family vacations in tropical places. And I was like, uh, I, d- I don't know that experience. Right. I don't know that. But yeah. that's like... Can't relate. Right, right. Can't relate. Like I've never done that. I don't know. Well, I only asked that because it's like you got their they got their scuba certification and like yeah. are like not afraid of the ocean. Maybe that's like a yeah. I don't know. I'm not afraid of the ocean really. I mean, it's yeah. still there are terrifying parts that I'm not gonna be like, oh, let's fuck around and find out. Like, no. <laughs> but like it yeah. Yeah. No, the ocean is scary. I get so scared of it. So we'll see how that happens and see if I start hyperventilating underwater and that'll yeah, be fun to for give me. us well, an update. Whatever, whenever whenever that, that is. Right. Yeah. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, maybe you can go scuba diving in Lake Michigan or something where it's a little bit chiller. You can. I know you can go scuba diving in Lake Michigan only because one time I was there and that weekend a couple died, but oh. That's the only reason I know that you can scuba dive in Lake well, Michigan. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> but it's kind of their own fault. So it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, then. They got, they resurfaced too fast and you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to acclimate and the bubbles in your blood and the whole, it's a whole thing. I forgot what it's called. See, I'm great at that's... scuba diving. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> You know, me, Mister, have never gone scuba diving. Know what that that term is? That's what it is. The bends. But yeah, I don't know. But Lake Michigan, a little murky. Like seeing giant fish in Lake Michigan, and like that's it. Like the cool part of scuba diving, you want to go in the ocean so you can look mm. at the pretty colors, the pretty fish, the coral reefs, that's stuff fair. like that. So I don't even want to go scuba diving in Lake Michigan. Then why'd you get your certification? To go scuba diving in the ocean. And not in Lake Michigan. Well, he said you don't want to go in the ocean, but now you also want to go in the ocean. No, I will go in the ocean. I'm just afraid of it. You're an enigma. (laughs) 
trying to conquer my fear, which I'm not sure will will happen. I've been right. in the ocean a couple times. I've gone snorkeling and I don't know, swimming, boating. I went deep sea fishing one time. That was Ooh. cool. But I was on a boat, so I didn't have to be in the ocean. I'm on a boat. <laughs> nice. I will say one thing I miss about talking about lakes is I miss I miss like a big lake. I want to live by a lakefront again. I miss I miss that shit. And having beaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis doesn't really have like a nice beach that you can go to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta go all the way to the Ozarks or right, exactly. Not not great, not great. Or <laughs> One time, Kurt and I, and the boy and a friend, we went to, <laughs> we went to, I forgot what it's called, but there was this little like swimming area. It's not too far outside of like the city limits of St. Louis. And oh, yeah, and we, we went there uh, to swim and like, do it- the beach thing. Still wasn't great. They had a lot of, what are those? Um, crawd, crawdads, crawdaddies crawfish crawfish they had like crawfish and I kept getting pinched by them in the water I'm like I don't I don't know if this is supposed to be happening (laughs) so not a lot of places to swim around St. Louis same for Denver Denver doesn't really have a place to like hang out at a beach and swim around here like you can go into the mountains but then the water's really cold so you're not like you can go in for a dip and then you get out I mean, even when I was up in Chicago, we wouldn't go to the beaches there because they're always stupid crowded. Mm-hmm. So we usually go to like, we'd always go up and around to South Haven. Okay. Up in Michigan. Nice. Mm-hmm. Where they're a little less so, crowded. I feel like it's more crowded now though. So it's become like really popular destination to like rent cabins and do the beach thing and bring the family. Yeah. Living in, I grew up in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Hey. And crystal lake beach so we would go to the beach all the time and it was always a lot of fun. so i do miss having a lake around i miss that all right so then suddenly we all we all move to a lakefront yes so all poor money get a house in a place with a lake perfect well, that sounds freaking great actually right. i have a friend that I knew from down in Carbondale, Carbondale day, days, and she lives up in Michigan now, and she's lives like on the lake, whatever oh, lake it is. Bad, but just be by a great lake again. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just somewhere like within like twenty minutes of a lake with a beach that I can go and chill mm-hmm. would be fantastic. So Toronto, let's go. Toronto, Canada. Okay. I've never been to Canada before. Oh, it's great. And they have a great lake there. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Lake life. Lake life. My parents, my parents, I I forget. I forget. My parents just bought uh, a year or two ago their retirement home in Tennessee. Wow. And it's a lake house. But it's a lake house for only half the year because the lake that they live on, it recedes in the winter. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so like currently right now their lake house they where the lake is supposed to be is like dirt it's like dried out dirt and then it comes back in the springtime and then it fills out with the water and then you have all most some of spring and most of summer or all of summer with the water that's wild mm-hmm. 
So it was pretty cool. I went to go visit them this past June at their lake house. And yeah, lake life is pretty sweet. I would love that someday. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we're all Midwesterners. We all want lakes. And yeah, pretty much. That's that's all we want. This is a lake, a big old body of water to swim in. That's not a river. That's all we want. And then the East Coast and West Coast peeps right now are like, ew, lakes. Try the ocean, fucking noob. They can they can go kick rocks with that <laughs> mental with that mentality. <laughs> Yeah, and that sums it up. Sums it up nicely. <laughs> Suck it, Coast Midwest, the best. All right, bam. Midwest is best. Suck my dick. There it. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, that's 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 how we're gonna that's how we're gonna end this. <laughs> that's it, and we're done. <laughs> that's it. Thank you, Nina, for swinging by, talking Midwest and everything else. (laughs) You're so welcome. That's what I'm here for. All right. Adios.